Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlett. Like you, I live a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week I have something real special for y'all because we're going all the way back to ancient Greece. Now, for any of you who know me personally, you know that Greek mythology is something that I have been really interested in since I was a kid. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about Greek philosophy, which is something that's even... Um, that's also interesting, not even more interesting, but interesting enough to warrant its own episode. So um, before we get started, I want to give you a little bit of background on uh, where this particular philosophy comes from. So it comes from this uh, philosopher back in ancient Greece. Um, his name was Zeno of Citium, and he's the father of a philosophy known as Stoicism. Uh, Stoicism started in around 300 BC, um, and it was pretty much a very widely accepted uh, ideology which values virtues and knowledge as well as your ability to think and to act. So keep all that in mind. And a student of this guy, Zeno of Sidium, was a guy named Epictetus, and that's the guy who we're going to talk about today. Um, and uh, Epictetus was a slave, actually, before he became a philosopher, and he um, basically wrote down his core belief system and is become known as the Epicurean way to approach things. So we're going to outline the Epicurean way to approach overcoming anxiety. So the first thing you need to do in the Epicurean approach to handling anxiety is to question yourself. What exactly are you anxious about or scared of? There are a lot of things that that could be. Uh, for example, presentations, um, asking someone out on a date, uh, just these various things that people get anxious about and we spend a lot of time worrying about things that we can't really uh, control. In this particular instance, we're going to go with an example of a test, which is something that I definitely relate to. I have a whole episode about it. Uh, you can check it out. I believe it's the fourth episode I ever made uh, with Allie. Uh, Allie, if you're listening, love you, bud. Um, so the exam, right? We have these exams that come up. If you're like me, you'll still currently uh, doing exams or you've had to do exams in the past. And when just, uh, thinking about exams, it's very easy to uh, go in what I call a spiral or what is commonly referred to as a spiral where you're just trapped in this broken record of thoughts thinking about like, oh, what if I don't pass? What if I don't progress onto uh, the next semester without having to take this class again because of this test. And those thoughts can just take up so much space 
uh, in your brain. And, but at the core of that anxiety is a belief. Um, in this particular example, maybe the belief that you are inherently a failure, which you're not. Just going to put that out there. You're not a failure. And that thought resides in your unconscious or your subconscious. So reflecting on that and getting a deeper understanding of where that stress or anxiety is coming from is the first step to tackling it the Epicurean way. The second thing that you need to do in order to tackle anxiety the Epicurean way is to identify the source of the stress. For some people, that's pretty easy. Uh, It can be a work environment, classroom, a person, any number of things. So when you are in those situations, think about how you're feeling in that moment and what exactly um, those feelings are doing to you when you're not in that situation or when you are going to need to go back to that situation in any uh, any way, shape, or form. If possible, try to understand these ex- external factors And once you have them isolated, uh, make a list of them. Just write them all down. And then once you've completed that, cross out anything on that list that depends on someone else or external circumstances to narrow down what you can control. Because like I said earlier, we spend a lot of time worrying about things that we can't control. Probably because of that reason, or at least in my experience, that's the reason why. Because... A lot of us think that we have the ability to fix pretty much anything. And that is something that I subconsciously have thought for many, many years, is that if I did this one thing, I don't know what it is, but if I did this one thing, I'll be able to fix insert thing here. And if, you know, we as people do one thing, then this problem will be fixed, and this problem will be fixed, and all that sort of thing. And this all builds up in our brains. And as I've said before, we have a limited brain space. So just isolate the things that you can control. So that way, you don't have to worry about things that you can't. Now, the next step is where some people aren't going to be quite as likely to follow through. And that's action. So now that you've isolated the circumstances that you can control, taking action requires looking at your beliefs and preconceived notions about the world. Now, I'm not talking about like religious beliefs in this instance. I'm talking about things that you believe to be true about other people and how other people treat each other and how other people treat you. For example, I'm going to talk about myself. I know, shocking. I, for the longest time, and to a certain extent still do, think that my parents' divorce was my fault. I know in my head that it's not, and that it never was. But if I look deep down inside me, I can't help but think, what could I have done to prevent that and prevent probably one of the most traumatic things that has ever happened to me 
over the course of my 21 years on this planet. So before we get into the second half, let's hear a word from me. Hey tryhards, Ethan here. I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. And we're back, and on with the show. But the fact of the matter is that it didn't depend on me. It never did. And as many times as my parents have tried to explain it to me, it has never made sense. Nothing I can do or have ever done will impact it one way or the other. So in order to change that notion, I have to ask myself, why do I think that? Why do I think that I was the one to blame for something that was never my fault? And I will say this, there is a difference between knowledge and belief. You can know something is true. Like, I know that Mount Everest exists, right? I know in my head that Mount Everest is a place that people have gone before. But I believe it exists because I've seen pictures of it. I've heard people describe their experiences with it and other things like that. I know that what happened to them was not my fault. But I guess I just have to hear it enough times from enough different people to really believe it. Which brings me to the next step, which is the let go. If something like that is trying to control more than your thoughts and your beliefs, if it's going as far as your actions, you need to let go. Which... I know it's easier said than done. This is where even more people don't really follow through. It's letting go. Because it is easier to hold on to things, even though they can be painful, because it is familiar. And many people, myself included, are creatures of habit. We don't really like things to change. But we also have to recognize that change is inevitable. It's a part of life, and regardless of whether you like it or not, change is going to come. And I'm sure those of you who have listened for long enough will remember me saying this. Your perception determines your reality. That is part of letting go. Um, Epictetus, the guy who was behind this whole thing, believed that if you can change your thoughts, you can change your emotions and you can change your perception. So how you feel about things is going to determine what your version of reality looks like. The idea is to get at the core of what beliefs spark emotions and behaviors, because in general, behaviors come from somewhere. 
The last part of an Epicurean way of handling anxiety is to make that change permanent, converting actions into habits. As I have said many times, I am a creature of habit. It is comfortable for me to have a routine in a world that is always moving, as I say at the beginning of every show. And in order to take what you have learned during that time of change won't last unless it is made a mainstay in a routine of some kind. Don't get me wrong, it is not going to be easy, but the outcome that will result from this will inevitably help you. Uh, I'm actually going to have a, a quote from Epictetus here. He said, Progress is achieved not by luck or by accident, but by working on yourself every day. Striving to improve yourself in some way, shape, or form is not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen with consistency, and it's going to happen with time. So don't beat yourself up if things don't change right away for the better. But what is important is diligence. You're going to need to be intentional at first. But the more you do it, and you get that repetition under your belt, the easier it's going to become. Until it becomes second nature. That's how it is with driving. That's how it is with walking. That's how it is learning how to ride a bike. The more you do something, the easier it becomes. All of that to say, if you don't take anything else away from today, or this episode, take this. Choice gives way to action. And action gives way to progress. You may not be able to control what your circumstances are, but you can control how you react to them. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. This H U L E N. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. Mm-hmm.